0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, pack your sleep timers, pack your, set your sleep timers, pack your playlists, and press the button to ignite your flameless candles because it's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. And if there's one thing we know about the podcast, on uh, this podcast, some of us is that everybody gets brain bots every once in a while. Even a mystery bard gets brain bots. Bard bots Brain bots for the Bard. Or Mystery Bard, Brain, brain bite. Anyway, uh, Mystery Bard. People say to me all the time, Mystery Bard, write a lullaby rhyme about love, about truth and beauty. But all of these ideas are just so big. I can't wrap my hat around any of it, so I will just sing about what comes across my brain. So thank you, Mystery Bard. Thank you. That's that's all singing I'll do. Yeah, uh, but uh, thank you, Mystery Bard. So I guess I'm not the we're not the only ones with with brain bots, you see. And speaking of thinking about stuff, I want to thank everyone that's participated thus far in the Patreon. I want to kind of get through this real quick, but we we're fully funded for for an editor. Uh, For all our shows, and I know there's been some questions coming up. I've gotten a couple by email about why $1, why Patreon versus other things, and what's my thinking around it. And it's all about what's going to be sustainable long-term for the show. I wanted to bring in money to pay an editor. That was our first goal, Uh, because other than recording and, and, and preparing for the shows, that's the most important thing is making sure the shows get edited and that there's a lot of work involved in that, and now we're going to be able to hand that off uh, to Chris. Uh, so now, ideally, in the next month or two, all that'll be in Chris's hands. And so, thank you all for making sure that gets done. The reason why I chose Patreon is because it is about long-term sustainability and knowing that. in all the, any other donations by PayPal or anything else, it's a huge help. Uh, so I'm not discounting, trying to discount anything. It's just where am I going to focus, you know, the the, the the kind of getting the message out, I guess. And the Patreon, it's like if I know a certain amount of money is coming in every month, and then Chris knows a certain amount of money is coming in every month, he knows he's going to get paid. I know he's going to get paid. And Patreon, and again, it's about the time crunch, and Patreon does the rest, and, and they really charge an incredibly fair rate. I know I've looked into all of that. And why a dollar a month is just again the sustainability. It's like it's going to be way easier uh, to 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 carry this along into the future if we have four or five thousand people sponsoring a show with a dollar, or two or three thousand people at a dollar, and then some other people making up the difference, uh, than if just like one percent of the show. It's just spreading it around more, and then it's only a dollar a month, and I think I can rely on people to 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 to, to do that and it's i'm my my goal is just to get 10%. So if 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 some of you i don't want anyone to feel bad or excluded or anything like that. I'm just trying to get 10% of the audience to, to participate. There's no right or wrong way to support the show. And there's no must or anything, but if you feel if you if you feel like you get value out of the show and you can spare a dollar a month, i, I do need you to, to think about doing so. And if you can do that, just go to sleep me podcast com/patreon. Uh, we're going to have a couple surprises coming up for all every everybody donating at all levels. Uh, so that's it, com slash patron, and let's get on to the show. Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, uh, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you uh, to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you got to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest, and what I'm going to do is take your mind off whatever business has been keeping you up at night. Whatever it is that's got you tossing and turning, I'm going to try to distract you from that. I'm going to try to create a safe place where you can set aside all that stuff, whether it's mind, whether it's body, whether it's feelings. I'm going to send my voice here across the deep, dark night, and I'm going to try to scratch you I'm going to try to escort you across the threshold from wake to sleep and the way I'm going to do it is uh, lulling soothing tones pointless meanders nonsense words of two forms accidental nonsense worms nonsense worms nonsense words like uh, what did I say Escort 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 you I don't think I said that though So I also use made-up nonsense words, uh, also general nonsense, uh, Babotas, we call it in Espanol, or I do. And I think I looked it up. It said nonsense. Uh, All of it is to try to get your mind off whatever's been keeping you awake and and help kind of take your attention away from all that, whatever dialogue has been going on. Uh, whatever forms of storytelling or world built, you know, whatever you're lying there, and, and you you can't sleep, and then you think you start thinking about it, or maybe you're feeling something, or you're hearing some noises, and you're like, "Jesus, I just can't get to sleep," and then you start having thoughts about it, and then you try to go through some decision tree, right? In uh. And they say, well, she I can't get to, I just want to go to sleep, you know. I don't want to go through, I don't want to have to go through a decision tree. I don't even want to get out of bed and do what I'm supposed to do, walk around or do, read a book. I just want to fall asleep, please. Now, I can't guarantee this podcast will do that for you, but but that's the goal of the podcast is to can kind of interrupt that, that uh, flow Of thoughts and stuff that it could be a torrent, it could be a drip, drip, drip in the other room, a slow drip, drip, drip. That inevitably, you say to yourself, I'm gonna have to get out of bed and deal with that. But party is like, you know, I dealt with work all day, and then my you know, interpersonal commitments, and then you know, I I, I had to brush my teeth even, and I just want to go to sleep now. I don't want to deal with either metaphorical dripping. Ideally, or an actual dripping at all, because uh, dripping in bedtime definitely do not go together. You know, I'm not a sleep expert. I'm not a guru, uh, but I know enough. You know, I, I got you know, I got proam tips, and I can tell you, dripping in bed. You know, uh, what's that? What's that a school of thought called? Uh, the one? It'll I'll think of it. Ideally, but dripping, philosophizing existentialism, uh, you know, high-level math, unless you're a genius, probably even then. None of that, uh, you know, you wouldn't know this either because that's why it's a program tip. Sea mammals, keep them away from bedtime and away from board games. I've had the worst time, you know, I tried to launch this nonprofit back when I was, you know, more misguided, Teach, teach let's teach some dolphins some chess, maybe some porpoises, some chess. Uh, it went hor- when you know you think of the worst worst it could possibly go you know because they' they're sea mammals and I assume they're vegetarian. so it, it even went worse because they said, okay, they're vegetarians And so I should' not have brought all my pet fish of course with me because I said, let's go hang with that. let's teach them. I tried to teach them my fish, former former fish that I had pets. And then I tried to, and I said, trust me, if you've, ever seen, if you've ever had to listen to an, uh, a, uh, what do you call it, it was somebody in charge of a porpoise that I said to, the, for the, you know, porpoise protectors of the world after the porpoise has been chewing on a uh, chessboard for three or four hours and then they say did they swallow it. I said, I don't I thought they had baleen or something, remember? So there's another thing, no sea mammals at bedtime. I guess, unless you're a sea mammal, if you are, I'm not trying to insult you. I'm just saying, I say, try teaching some of your brothers and sisters chess. It's a game most humans play. Maybe, maybe you're you know, a lot of people. A lot of, let me, let me talk to you. Uh, mammal to mammal here. You know, there's a section here, let me tell you, and this will be the kind of things that carry you to sleep is uh, categorization. I guess it always goes back to nonsense. This it isn't, but anyway, if if you're listening, porpoises, maybe, you know, I don't know if we're going to be able to see eye to eye, fin to fin. Uh, dolphins, maybe there's a chance. River dolphins, probably for sure, because I, I don't know why. I just like to say, well, I probably would l- l- like a river dolphin. Not better than the rest of you. Uh, but you know, there's a couple of different ways humans view view all of you. and I don't want to break any delusions or anything. One, uh, you know you're a higher level being spiritual. you're spiritual beings. Uh, there's a spiritual uh, dolphin movement. And this isn't a passive aggressive jab porpoises, but I don't know anything involving you in the spiritual uh, movements. Uh, and, and then there's another level that says, well, you, these, these, these sea creatures are pretty smart. I would agree with that, obviously. You know, then there's a large swath of the population that doesn't really think about you, maybe unappreciates you, or only becomes aware of you in times, you know, of crisis or when you're performing. And then, I again, I'd love to take a survey and see what your population thinks of the performances. I mean, if you've heard about me, as a human, I don't like zoos, so I guess I wouldn't, like, you know, see zoos either. And you might say, wow, this guy's right. Well, I can't say that I'm, like, an anti-zoo activist. Just zoos give me the willies, I think, probably in a past life. uh, Probably the irony is I was a porpoise. No wonder a self-hating former porpoise. Yeah. Oh, great. Thanks, poor. You got another one up on me, porpoises. And now you just said that, and now I'm regressing. Another hit to my self-esteem. Doesn't seem to stop ending. I just like the bills to get all the the chess pieces out of the few. You know. Anyway, um, so there's a there's a bevy of human thought about uh, dolphins, right? Dolphins. And I don't know what my point was, honestly. I think I said if I was trying to get you to sleep and if you were listening, and most of it's good. I don't know if anybody else that dislikes porpoises and more, you're probably unappreciated or just, you know, they say they talk about the ego a lot of times and they say, well, just you and narcissism. And we're just caught up in our own stuff. So a lot of times we're not even thinking about, uh, and you know, I guess that could be, maybe I need to make some amends. Uh, but where was it? Where was it? Um, let me, excuse me, uh, sea, sea oh, Sorry, you don't like sea, sea mammals. M- mammals of the sea? Uh, Mammals. M- m- okay, I got humans. I got to, okay, don't roll your eyes at me. And whatever you're doing with that blowhole, it looks like it's insulting. Okay, I'll be back. Uh, sorry about that humans i got uh, when it, you know you know if you listen to this podcast, this kind of happens i start thinking about one thing and then i'm like well i'll talk about it for a while see if i can make it into a metaphor about the podcast and i guess that was an unintentional metaphor they say you know sometimes every once in a while i use the old whatever when he opens his mouth all doubt is removed metaphor and that's so intentional you know uh, just like I wrote it out word for word there. And you can kind of see the, how the podcast works. Scooter talks, starts talking about one thing, uh, gets distracted, forgot what he was talking about, but gets his curiosity peaked, or finds an old gripe with uh, uh, creatures, you know, or humans, or inanimate objects, or haircuts, or authority figures, or methods of something. Or zippers, whatever it is, then he goes off on a tangent. Then uh, by some, and then he tries to wrap it back around, but the whole time I'm be using lulling, soothing tones, and those are, I guess, the pointless meanders. There or, you know, whatever it is, it's to take your mind off stuff. You don't have to stay awake for it, because clearly, if you're listening, you're like, okay, you, you know, maybe you get lost in my thoughts too. But, but, but you you know, luckily you get to go to sleep, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, I, this doesn't shut off, really. And I also have to manage, you know, getting myself fed and, and, and making a living with this uh, a set of wonderful equipment as I was blessed, blessed by the great porpoise in the sky. Probably my brain is more adapted. They say, well, geez, maybe I should see if they could do that kind of scan on it. I said, well, there's your problem, Scooch. you got a por- you got a porpoise's brain in there. And I say, okay, are you sure because I was going to go to the the, the, the former life pavilion uh, and, and see if I was was a porpoise, but you're saying it's an actual so, so I wasn't a porpoise in another life. I'm a porpoise in this life. Porpoise in a fool's body, I guess. And I say, okay, that'll be my fourth autobiography porpoise in a fool's body. Uh, I think, uh but here's my guess is that during all that uh whatever whatever just happened, uh maybe you thought a little bit less about everything else and maybe some of you drifted off. And that's what we'm doing here. I'm gonna go into the regular episode. Uh, if this is your first few times here, yeah, it's this podcast is definitely. Yes, yes, on the border. You see, we don't have a rating system for uh, sea mammals or mammals of the sea or whatever they you know will lobby to be called by me from now on. with their are uh, teams of attorneys and adoring public for the dolphins. But of course, now I realize I'm a porpoise in a in a in a, a man boy's body with a you know with the thorax if you've been listening a while, but. But that's what I want to do. Is I want to kind of use a little bit of silliness, a little bit of, uh, I guess, a maladaption. Or is this, I don't know, use terms that maybe not, I don't know, throw them out there. See if I can make them work uh, and help you fall asleep. And the difference is, you know, a lot of stuff like audio books or, uh, but, you know, regular podcasts, you you don't want to let the person in. You want to listen. They might hook your attention. You know, there won't be any hooking here. There'll be, you know... Uh, crooking maybe not even crooking you know whatever it is it was he can't even think of it yeah it's like that thing you know meander that's the only word i don't have uh a, a thesaurus okay on me to look up meander but ideally i'll remember that tomorrow and from here to four like wow scooter has got that new word for meander so that's it i just want to take your mind off of stuff uh uh, slowly lull you to sleep. If, if you can't sleep, I'm going to be here, you know, making do with what I have, but, but the best I can with what I have to, to try to uh, uh, distract you as well. Because I was one of those people, I was listening to Dr. Demento while I was stuck uh, not being able to sleep. Uh, so if you can't sleep, I won't forget about you either. I'll be here. Either way, but but go ahead and fall asleep if you can. But you, no shoulds, just could. You could fall asleep. You could stay awake. I'll be here for about 40 more minutes or so. So I'm glad you're here. Thanks for giving. If this is this your first couple of tries, you know, it takes a little while. If you're skeptical, uh, you know, it was a smart move. But, I, you know, I, I can't really, I, I'm not going to try to d- demean your uh, skepticism. I, 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 I full, wholeheartedly support it. You know, so just probe the podcast a few times and see what you think. But I'm glad you're here, and, and I really hope this podcast helps you out, uh, and I hope I can help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. All right, housekeeping. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can find older episodes there. Uh, you can comment on the website. You can email me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter, at Dears Scooter. Uh, on Facebook, uh I want to thank uh, Chris Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful who edited this episode and did the music. He's a uh, he's got a podcast Sounds Like an Earful. Make sure to check it out. I want to thank uh, I want to thank the mystery bard who I am recording this early, so I don't know if the mystery bard's been revealed. But uh, if he has, then I'm thanking him. I'm, I'm you know his name, and so I'll thank him by mystery bard or his proper name. I want to thank. Uh, I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork, on our honor. I want to thank our moderators over at our Facebook group at sleepinthemepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S, and that's Julie C, Rachel Bell to the G, Jennifer B, Lie to Lie, Alexandra, and Laura. I want to thank Latitude, who's on our subreddit, sleepinthemepodcast.com slash Reddit. And let's get on to the show. Right, is this a, a, sorry, episode 35's Red Pen Run-Through. Puedo, uh, oh, may I? And I guess this is another, is this a matriarchal or a patriarchal? But, but Mother figure, father figure, may I? Uh, go up the escalera, the stairs. And the wise uh, mother figure says, Kian Busca. Uh, probably Solamente Kian Busca. Only those seeking... May climb the escalera, and I say, "Como se ve? Uh, what has been seen? what's has been seen?" And then, at the top of the stairs, there is the mother May I figure, who says, "Fiero, they var fiero." Uh, bring the iron, and for a second, I pause at the bottom of those stairs, and I wonder: Is that a metaphorical? If I bring the iron, like a uh, Mother, may I bring the iron? Or, Mother, may I metaphorically bring the iron? I'm unsure. Uh, metaphor, Metaphorica, uh, fiero Yevar, Yevar, fiero, Metaphorica, or uh, actually, to, uh, actually bring the iron. And then another, as I take my first two steps, saying, well, it's probably a metaphor, you know, the iron within me. As I take my first two steps up the stairs... Uh, the mother figure says, mostrar recortado belezas. Show the cut, my beauties, or something. I think, uh, uh, mostrar, mostrar, mostrar recortado me Show the cut, my beauties. And I say, oh, is she talking and mother, mother, uh, mother figure? Uh, Are you talking about my visage, my vis- vis- visage, or visage? I always wonder, is it rhyme with vi- corset? Cor- what is that? A thing called a corsage? Is it a visage or a visage? No answer. I okay, so well, I guess I better find the iron inside me, as I go up two more stairs. I wonder if I have the proper estio, the proper style. And then she says, detras, no ha, salido, behind, he has not left. And yeah, that's what I did. Because I said, is that, that's a little bit, he said, did you say detras, no ha, salido, behind, he has not left? Is that a Yoda, Yodaism? Or am I just uh, not understanding? doesn't make sense did i or did she mean i left the actual iron behind me downstairs uh mother figure it's upstairs. alguna cosa can i bring anything like an iron or something i may have forgotten uh what about a bandito is there any banditos up there mother figure any bandits iron you know iron bandits I think that was the pro- proposed sequel for Time Bandits, uh, Fierro Bandits, Iron Bandits. No, I guess maybe it wasn't. Maybe that was a. Oh, okay. One more question about the. Okay, because I'm still trying to figure out mother figure. Is the is, is the, the iron? Is it a usarla? You need to use the actual iron. Uh, cause I can go back downstairs and get it, but I'm almost to the top of the stairs. And I was thinking it was, uh, a, uh, meta, and I get close enough so that we're, we're one step away from each other. And she looks at me. I say, the iron fiero, uh, Usarla, do you need to use the actual iron? And she says, KD say, what does it say? And before I can even answer, she says, Mievo. I take, that's what it says. And then she pauses really a lot longer than I could even do in this podcast. And then a, ball, a longer, followed by a longer pause of my confusion. And they say, okay, so there's a metaphor, ideally, that we're talking about a metaphorical iron within me. And it's," she said, what does it say? It says, I take. Okay, I mean, I'm sure. I'm I, I think I can grasp this one. Is this a little. Because And maybe if I try to talk it out in front of her, in this absurdly long silence I'm covering up with my own chattering, uh, you know, she'll give me an answer. What does it say? I take the iron takes from me. Esta, is, is the Fiero taking from me? Uh, and she says, regales. And I think that means you're. it gives me a gift? By taking, it gives me a gift. Okay, I think... And still confused, and then she moves side to side like she's heard something, and she says canones, cannons, and then she points out the window "luces," lights, and I say, "Mother," what you, and I say, "Mother," may I ask you what I should do? And she says, she looks at me with a very kind look, somewhat reassuring, as confused as I am, and she says "templo dell'arte. And they say, you want me to go to the Temple of Art? Or is that another metaphor about my body? Because I'm not sure it was the Temple of Iron Art. Because that sounds a bit like Burning Man. There's some sweet, well, I don't know if that that might be just steel. But I've seen it rust, so it could be iron. Uh, You want me to go to the Temple of Del Arte? And then she turns to me and she points and she says, Muela. And I said, that means tooth, right? I, I, I confused mother. Mother, may I ask you for more details, more details? And there's nothing. And then she says, el kinder vimos. Okay, a kinder, uh, can, can see, saw Kindergarten? Oh, boy, I think Paso Doce Paso Simón. I needed to hit up a 12-step meeting, I think. Yeah. Mother, may I? Because you're really confuse. Okay, so I have the luces and the canones. Is that lightning and thunder? Mother, may I ask you for... Oh, she's gone. She vanished in a puff. Uh, so I'm supposed to find the tempo, temple, the kindergarten temple of art, I believe, made of the iron within me. Uh, but uh, tal vez un poquito. Uh, perhaps I don't, you know, only know a little about it, a bit, you know. But hopefully, I could see this task to concluya, to conclusion, to completion. So, you know, so I can find the iron profundo deep within inside me. Oh, wait, but now I'll say here is silencio. Uh, but I must, uh, as profundo, find what this deep meaning behind Mother May I uh, was. Because uh, you got to ask yourself, is this a pierre or a mineral? You know, is it a rock or a mineral? Minerales, as he says. Because, uh, you know, Henry once said his favorite minerales was metamorphica. Which is that Jesus, there is that a meta that's a meta, not a metaphoric, but it's a meta. So let's find this. Just so we go outside and we wander. Uh, but as you know, still, I think to myself, I guess I gotta stop at uh, Bellar, Bellar de hey, stop the fighting within me, at least a penas barely. Because uh, otherwise, no meibas, no me so I'm not going to be able to find the temple of art within the kindergarten, either if it's external or internal, made of iron. You know, tocado, it can't be touched by any sense and reach a kabe the end. And then I pinch myself to make sure I'm despierta, awake. And I say, okay, I am. So this isn't a dream. I've had some sort of... Uh, mystical i mean a mystical game of mother may i where you're when you say mother may i instead of saying you may or you may mother i don't even remember how to play that mother may i take two steps no you may take four jumps Uh, but this time is within these uh, confusion things that i'm not sure if they're metaphors or not and then I, you know, breathe on my hand. I make sure no, I haven't had any drago, any drinks. I say, okay, no. And it's too bad I don't have any empresa, any company. Uh, algún problema. Any problems that are, are here are of my own misunderstanding of how to play this mystical mother, may I? gay, the own. You know, my problems have remained. And as I walk down through the misty forest, I wonder if I'm in my mind or in the outside world. And I say, Mother, you know, I say it's the moon, but then I say, is the moon, what's the embodiment of the moon? Is the moon a feminine or masculine thing? And I say, well, tonight it's a feminine, you know, matriarch in the sky. Yeah, uh, that's uh, terribly confusing to me because she, she had just said when we were inside that there was thunder and lightning. But I say the moon to the mystical mother, may I? Podamos, we can do this together. Usted nunca. Uh, you never. And then I hear a whisper on the wind. Ba ah, bolber el jefe. al bolber el jefe. It will return the head or the boss. Cogello. Cogello, catch him. And then I hear Fuerza, Force. And I've been thinking about this soft power thing because I heard the word and I think it sounds cool, but I don't know what it means. Uh, but the thing is, they try to live this new life. I would much rather usala, that wheres a soft force than a rabia, usala rabia, like a, an angry force. Because poco, it is short the life we lead. And who can say esta Lamente la mente of the mystical mother, may I? This is her mind. We don't really know. We can only quest to discover. Because uh, uh, if that is the mystical mother may I, the moon, hmm, then este es el hombre, who, is this the man? Am I supposed to be the man? If this is just a metaphor, I'm still not sure if I'm the one that's full of iron. Uh, but mother, mother may I, mystical mother may I, onar drabahar, it's an honor to work for you. Uh, if you could just give me mother may I have, mother mystical mother may I, may I bear low, have a view of what what I'm supposed to be doing here. Because now I see around, I'm in a misty field looking for a, a Temple del Arte in a kindergarten. And, oh, Mother, Mother, mystical Mother, Mother, Mother May, I, don't get me wrong, Avanzaste, uh, uh, you know, you, know, you might have marched me out here. And I will not bet de day I can. I won't get out of here till the job is done. Uh, I mean, unless it's a casino like you're doing, making me do something that's like not legal. And then, cortada, I'll cut, I'll be out of here. But until this metaphor is unlocked, no la part in, mother, may I? Uh, can you give me a hint, though, uh, with, uh, even about the uh, tamano, the size of this temple to art? Because uh, I could start crawling around and looking for it, because I'm not seeing anything. And was I supposed to bring anything with me? Uh, should I just start making you know, should I start just saying, Quien es? Que date? Who will stay with me until I find this? And then I hear, Fuis de debo. fuiste de debo. Where you must. So I must find it where I must. And no offense, mystical mother, may I. Prayer Fiero, I prefer, you know, regala una Ferma. You know, kind of a firm idea of what I'm looking for. Uh, but I guess I'll just pretend I'm in the Temple of Art. Here I am in La Sala, in the living room of the Temple of Art. Got a kindergarten class of metaphorical, mystical mother, may I. Uh... But then I notice something important. And one of the pillars that is holding up the uh, entire Del Arte is Donatas. It's damaged. So now I know why I'm here. And I say, no, no. Sin pierdas. I didn't know. No, no, no. I didn't miss it. I didn't miss it. And then I say to myself, son minerales are the minerals to do the repair within me. The iron is... And I say, is it in me? And I start searching through my pockets because I notice the temple del arte is made of iron or some uh, iron-like substance. And then I hear children's voices laughing all around, joyful voices, not spooky. And they say, basileur, ba basileur. Are you going out? Are you going out? And I say, uh, no, 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 uh, uh, you know, I'm working on a solution here, an elegante solution, ideally, you know, because since this is a temple of art, I'd like it to be an elegant solution. Uh, anyone, uh, you know, know of a way to, if it, you know, uh, any alchemists, that could, any kids' alchemists, they could take a the metaphorical iron within and turn it to iron without or, uh, Berte mi papa, my metaphorical papa. Uh, you're going to see my metaphorical father that knows how to fix stuff. And I say to myself, okay, well, this is, I look at the gap in this pillar. And I notice it's a nebera, the size of the fridge. So I say, well, let me go in the kitchen of this temple. or right, see if there's a fridge in there. There is, it's made of iron. And I say, okay, how am I going to, try? I try to move it, but it's stuck. I say, well, this could be, and so then I look in the sink. I say, oh, there's some jabon in there, some soap. And so I spray the dish soap on the floor, which slicks up the floor. And it still doesn't move the fridge, but I get it rocking. And then at John I look around the place a little bit more. And I find, I find a, uh, I find some seafrost, some digits, my digits, my hands, and I say, okay, okay, maybe I'll pull and shake, and then I get the fridge onto the soapy water, and I start to push it across the kitchen of the Temple of Art, where I erase the rest It scrubs actually the floor at the same time, so I say, wow, a mystical mother is going to be very happy. Bonita Piso, so this will make a nice story for her. I saved the temple and cleaned the floor with a little sudor, a little sweat. Uh, and then I sac on sefer. I pulled a digit. One of my, I said, Oh, I strained my finger. But I said, Don't worry, my mystical mother, may I? Abduve, I've got it. And then I hear, Pasar mismo esposa. And I say, I'm sorry, could you say it? Pasar mismo esposa. Spend the same, wife. I said, "Perdido, uh, perido. I'm I'm lost. You lost me on that one. I'm here to uh, heridas, uh, fix the wounds of the temple. Uh, whether it's uh, cuerpo or not, you know, uh, whether it's within me, my body or not. So then I plug the, uh, I push the uh, fridge in. I really have to jam it in there. Uh, Cause it's supposed to support the whole temple of de arte." And I realized that the fridge is kind of hollow. And so then I wonder, I said, "Jesus, is this a load-bearing fridge? Uh, you know, probably they don't exist. Uh, so then I'm like, man, I could be here all semana, all week. Uh, but Anunke, although, I, you know, I might be in a hurry to figure this metaphor out, you know. Uh, justica, you know, justice needs to be done. So then I push it with my espalda, extra hard with my back. And then I say, uh, yo pago, I pay, I'll pay, I'll, I'll pay. Uh, to the, I yell to the kids, I'll pay you. If you find some, I say, go give me some uh, pierdas and some minerales and bring them in the house. It'll be a game. And I say dos rones, for the first two kids, uh, uh, to bring me two rums, and I say, you know, metaphorical rums. And I say, no, no, not a de esto, none of this, because they bring in, you know, their kids, they bring in, uh, you know, dirt and sticks. I say, no, no, minerales are pierdas, rocks are minerales. And then soon, Adelante, we're moving forward, we're filling this fridge, we're making, we're taking a fridge. Well, first we had to take everything out, because they said, well... These juice boxes, you kids have the juice boxes because they're not probably load-bearing juice boxes, and we begin to fill the fridge. Eba, uh, I would, you know, fill it. We and we were. We're. Fill, I said this is going to be a load-bearing fri- fridge now. And I say, guardo, I keep you safe, Temple de Arte. With these children, we keep putting tinier racks in, tinier racks in. See yo say, yo say, yo say. That's what the kids say as they bring a rock. I know, I know, I know. And I say, sido muy duro. It's been harsh, uh, you know, stuffing rocks into a fridge. It really wasn't that hard, to be honest. The way I saw it wasn't that big a deal. Uh, but then I, I, I feel like the, uh, the fridge shudder, and it starts to turn, and it goes from a, It was an older, white-colored fridge as opposed to the new shiny metal ones. But it becomes an iron-like color. And I say, what was that? What was that? SO And then I I feel it. I feel it change to iron. I say, oh, it's a mensai. It must be a message. And then it becomes an art fridge. Actually, because all the kids, it was too long to explain, but I had them bring all their art in. And the first kid, I said, do you know if iron is, uh, you know, can, can magnets work on iron? I'm pretty sure they can. Go bring me some art and some magnets. And then they had to go. They said, where are we going to get magnets? They said, Gano, go win them somewhere, you know. And then we put all the art onto the new iron fridge, which was really just a column now. And I said, ba uh, dorar, it will last. Uh, we don't need any swear take, kids because between your beautiful art, great job, and this iron fridge, former fridge, now a pillar. They said, Estuvo Epica dentro. It was epic in there. And it was so epic that the, uh, the minerales and the pierdas, you know, I think that's what makes up iron anyway. And they say, No worries about a canario or being a canary. Uh, Mataste, you know, in a coal mine, we don't have to be that. And we were so or, or uh, guloso, so proud. And then I went back to, 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 to my place. Uh, well, actually, a different. It was this place where I met the uh, metaphorical, the mystical mother. May I? And she said, que how have vuelto, vuelto? You're back." And I said, "Yeah, I, I went to the temple to art." And she said, "She said, where's my iron? I got to do some ironing." And that was it, you know. Ciotro otro semana that starts another week with uh, it's a new uh, it's a pitch I'm working on. It's it's, it's going to be a comedy, mystical mother. May I? And that's an episode every week. Is you know I she I, it's me I just play myself uh, Scoots, and I'm there with a the mystical mother. May I? Yeah, but she, I don't know if she is. I guess that, that, that's probably why the pitch hasn't got picked up yet. Because I say to her, I guess the audience would have to know if she's real or not. So that's the problem. Because I never know in creating the pitch or so she, is this all a metaphor? Because then she always says, well, where's the iron? I need the iron. Or she says it was a vacuum, you know, episode two vacuum cleaner. And, you know, I had been in search of a vacuum. I went into the vacuum of space in episode two. Episode three was a milkshake. You don't want to know. Okay. And then they, then since then nobody picked up the pitch, but that was a new show starting this fall. Uh, Nowhere. Mystical Mother May I. Well, thanks for listening. All right. All right. We're talking episode 35 of Metastasis. And Walt's doing some shopping in an indoor plaza shopping center uh, with a bunch of different stores. There's a guy selling bootleg DVDs. He gives Walt a scrap of paper uh, where he says, "Hey, go upstairs. Elfondos upstairs." As uh, Walt walked upstairs, and I caught a sign. I didn't see all of it. It's, I thought it said Mega Plum, and I said that that got my attention. I said Mega Plum. It could have been Megaplan or Megaplone, but Megaplum, you know, that's, that's a pot. I mean, that's very Mega Megaplum. They say, would call me Megaplum. Actually, it could be, I could go for that. I don't know who, because that's a lot of syllables. So it'd have to be in a fictional tale, not a good nickname, Megaplum. And, yeah, so I guess not. Uh, there's a guy with a leopard print uh, tattoos, camo, no-sleeve T-shirt. Uh, he's rocking a semi-flat top like ex-military. Walt had very glossy lips in this scene. I, put glo- I said, Walt, glossy lips, gloss, question mark. Because I was questioning if Walt had lip gloss on, uh, which I think he did. Walt, the guy's very patient with Walt, very helpful. Walt was acting all uh, Clint Eastwood a- acting, kind of. Then we see Mario, a.k.a. Mike, drinking coffee, reading the paper. Uh, he's cleaning his jacket. He doesn't have sunglasses on. Next, we roll into Jose, who's ready to party. He's got this new disco system. Uh, Mono and Sweaty Mohawk show up. Uh, and they're ready to party at first, it seemed like. But then uh, Jose Miguel he turns it up too loud for sweaty Mohawk. And then he put and then they party question mark. Uh, but Jose tries, but sweaty Mohawk's like I'm sober man. He goes no man. And uh, Jose's like you're serious bro. And then he goes paso. And then he goes mono. Mono says paso. Which means I'm staying, you know, they're trying to stay sober. But then Jose Miguel really works mono. Mono says, us, oh, so well, okay, poquito. Yeah, he says that old Trey, old fra- old. T- I can totally control this. And then as soon as his finger's out of the damn sweaty mohawks into, he says, he's like, yeah. And then he gets so hyped up, he starts jumping couches. Uh, filled with uh, drug-fueled joy. He says chimba, which means, like, cool, awesome. Then things get spacey for a while, man. Uh, Sweaty Mohawk starts pushing the chandelier. Mono does this monologue. Uh, Jose just sits there thinking. They says silencio. It's too quiet. So they kick into this mad, crazy party scene. And Jose, Jose just sits there watching a huge house party. Then he's in the party. Then he's out of it. Uh, and then we have the time lapse of the city. We see this cool, cool mural in the city. Uh, Walt's in his bedroom. M-E-D-D-T-G. It looks like my handwriting. Hmm, no chance I'm going to figure that out. Med, Meditating. Okay, guy did figure it out. Meditating. It honestly is M-E-double-D, some other letter T-G. But I got that meditating question mark. Then no acting up. Timing, practicing, timing. Then we see a rock. Henry studying it in bed. Uh, while Maria tries to sleep. And then he's using this like lit magnifying glass on one of those arms. I forgot what they're called, the uh, extending arms. And then this is just great. She says something about right. He goes, Minerales. Uh, Minerales, Maria. It's not a rock. And he says something like Meta Amplicaea or something, then Henry says something not nice to her. And then Walt's packing his lunch. His phone rings It's Cielo on the voicemail. And Walt finally decides to pick it up. He's all clumsy, drops stuff. He hits his head on the counter. And then he's mad at Cielo for talking about something. I think the car wash. Uh, Then Junior rolls in where Cielo's on the phone, and she looks at him. And Walt's got a great look at the end. Uh, then we're at Jose's, Jose's for a post party. Everyone's passed out. Uh, one dude's working on repairing the disco light. Jose wakes up Mono and Trepa, sweaty mohawk, a.k.a. Trepa. Oh, no, Jose wakes up Mono and Trepa's woken up by Mono. Jose gives them some money. Jose kicks the music to restart the party, goes back to work. Uh, then, this is really boring reading there. Uh, Jose's in headphones. Walt's at his locker. And his locker had red doors. Wall looked pretty cool. He's in a white t shirt with yellow pants. Then a new guy shows up, very bald and young. Uh, a bit like uh, Killian Murphy. I hope that's how I say his name. C I L L I A N Murphy. Yeah, one of our great actors, uh, Irish actor, I believe. Uh, Mike, Mike and Mario come in, and they're making some kind of demand. So Walt's like, "Where's Gustavo?" Uh, then Cielo's at a car wash stakeout. She's taking notes about the car wash and how they do their business. Uh, Henry is taking his PT, his physical therapy. Very intense guy giving physical therapy. Encouraging, intense. He's like eight pasos, seven pasos, seven steps. Six steps, six passos. He's like, good job. Uh, their bed was covered in purple pillows. Henry's very tired. Uh, Maria tries to praise Henry, but he's kind of rude about it. Then we have a pizza can, a uh, pizza cam. Sorry, I just mispronounced pronounce that. I wonder if they've invented that ever. Pizza in a can. And then Jose's like, where's my the pizza I like, yo? Because it was like a six different flavored pizza. Like, and just on one pizza, there was like six different kinds. And then Mono's like, sorry, bro, this is quad style pizza. I guess it's quad style. I was wrong. Uh, Then Andrea rolls in. She sees the crazy party. Everybody's off the wagon but her. Uh, she's their son with her and like a load of money that showed up at her place and whatever Jose, is, she goes, "Chao, Jose. Uh, then we have Walt parking, puts his hat on. We see a windmill and a ranch. Walt walks over toward towards his phone rings. It rings again. They think it was Mario. He's like, hit the road, bro. And Maria, it's the next day. She's in purple. She gets a huge delivery, guy's there. He's like, huge delivery for Henry Navarro. It's fragile. As she's helping him, there's a lot of questions from Henry about rocks, no minerales. And Maria sits down. She's clearly sad and tired. Uh, after that, we see Cielo getting dressed up like a date. I mean, she was getting dressed up like uh, Junior was so happy. He's like, Mom, you going on a date with Dad or some other man? And she goes, this is business, honey. Honey, this is my business. Uh, you know, this is a business casual. And she goes, she, she goes, you need to learn, you know, I don't have to dress up. Just go on a date. And then Junior just kind of slunk out of the room. And because she had her wedding ring on, I noticed. Then she's at the car wash. The boss seems like he's being forward or something or foamed, depending on how you would read my handwriting. It looks like foamed, F-O-A-M-E-D. But I think I meant forward. Cielo rolls up. She talks to her boss. They go into the office or she talks to the boss. Oh, no, the boss gets foamed. That's actually Correct. Uh, see how long it takes my brain to catch up. Sometimes he get fo- he got foamed like uh, by one of the workers, and he got really mad at him because they sprayed a uh, car wash foam or wax on him. So he did get foamed, f o a m e d. Then Cielo rolls in. She talks to the boss. He's like, "Let's go in my office." They talk, uh, they negotiate. Cielo busts out some reports. They talk some numbers. And then he drops, like, a Walter Blanco Sposa on her. He's like, what's up, yo? Uh, and then he starts talking trash about Walt. And Cielo's like, uh, this is my offer and my phone number. I'm out. Uh, then Sweatsaw, uh, double D, where he's chasing business. Oh, Sweet Saul ad. Sweet Saul, double D, really means sweet soul ad, where he's chasing businesses. Maria's drinking coffee, watching the ad. Uh, then Walt rolls up. Oh, no, Mario's drinking coffee, watching the ad. And then Walt rolls up. Mario says something to him. Walt talks. Walt orders two drinks. Uh, he makes some kind of proposal to Mario, and they drink. Uh, Then he makes another proposal. Walt tries to explain. Mario speaks the truth to Walt. Walt kind of gets a little bit desperate and intense. And then they say, let's uh, talk about it another time. Uh, Then we got another party breakup at Jose's Epica. Everybody's like, this party was epic. But Mono is spent. He looks terrible. While Jose looks like a TV star, he still looks good. Poor Trepa, he always looks terrible, so he looks a little bit more terrible. And he's toast, toast, and Jose's like, please stay, let's party more. Camina, stay here, or whatever. And they're like, no, man. Uh, this is in front of his house. I noticed again when they do these exterior shots, there's lots of extras on the streets. There's uh, two different couples uh, that if a party was going on like that, it was like people at the, at the house across the street, they would have totally been more mad. But I'm not criticizing, just interesting. Uh, and then the episode ends with just Jose sitting home alone, listening to very loud music. And that's the end. Okay, so this episode opens with Walt, Walt standing in a mirror, I think, trying on clothes. Then he's talking about the Band 38 Special. Uh, Some song they had, No Cross Draw. I was like, I don't remember that. I said I couldn't tell you any of their songs, but I know there was a Band 38 Special. Uh, Then we have Mike. He's drinking coffee in a bar during the day. Uh, That takes discipline. He's reading the paper. He breathes through his nose a lot, I know Mike does like he keeps his mouth shut, he breathes through his nose, very expressive. Then we see uh, Jesse something music system re something I can't read my writing Roramb rorim, Rorim Music System with lights. It could be Donuts, but I know it's not a Donuts music system. Uh, lots of spent cigarettes, then Badger and Pete show up. And uh, he shows them the new sound system. Badger says it's bodacious. Uh, bodacious subwoofers. And it's like, oh, yeah, serious cannons. And Jesse's, like, talking. And I love it when he uses different... Uh, what is they called lingo? Uh, I don't know the word, but he says uh, aluminum columns sonically new, uh, like solid, sonically neutral, and they just uh, want to stare at at parametric equalization, adjust the levels for air pressure, digital vacuum tube amp. I mean, said bastante distortion. I always thought it's like is that digital? I don't know. Uh, then they're talking math and meetings. Uh, and he's like, Hey Pete, you want this? He's like, no, no man, I pass. And then, uh, uh, Badger's like, eh, and then Jesse just stares him down and Badger's like, okay, I'll do a little bump. And then, uh, Badger and Pete get, they're all wasted. They're talking about video games and all these different first person video games uh, Pete has a nice thing. He says he's talking about these guys in one game. He goes, "It ain't exactly fleet of foot." Uh, there's a lot of good dialogue in there, well written, well acted. Then the Roomba goes by, and then they're like, "Did that just happen?" And then it's like, "Oh, it's too too quiet." And they're like, "All right, let's kick it." And then they kick a party. Well, my, one of my favorites is singing the song first song, Flavor Flav. Unga, bunga, bunga, and they're partying hard. Walt's in the living room in front of his painting of mountains, uh, meditating, I think. Then Hank's in bed. He's got a claw like you would pick up tin cans with. Uh, It's a very good few seconds. He picks up the mineral or the rock with the claws, puts it under a magnification light, Marie raises her bed up. She's got purple PJs and a sleep mask on. And she's like, can't you sleep? He goes, actually, yes, uh, Marie. Uh, this is what I'm sleeping. And uh, He goes, what's it look like? And she goes, it looks like you're looking at a rock at like 2 in the morning. He goes, it's not a rock. He goes, this is a mineral for the 10th time. And she's like, okay. He's like a blue corundum to be precise blue corundum and it's very good silent acting by marie's face and then by hank uh, it's just so good and he said he says it's igneous uh, bio or something and mike and she he goes you want some more detail because i can give it to you and he's like blue it's blue corundum She's like, it's 2 in the morning. And he goes, well, there's more bedrooms. You know, he tries to be hurtful. Yeah, like she just stares at him while he's rumbling on. Then we see Walt making his brown bag lunch. Skyler's on the phone. Walt's clumsy. He bumps his head, drops his stuff. Then he gets on the phone. He's mad about the car wash. Skyler's like, are you screening my calls? Uh, Then we're at the party or post-party. I first were at the party with the Roomba, can, like Roomba cam, then post-party, I think uh, one guy's throwing a ball against the wall, another guy's repairing the Roomba, and then Jesse's like, uh, uh, everybody's like, oh, I need a brain transplant, and Jesse's like, I gotta go to work. Uh, and then, yeah, Mono says, or, uh, Badger says, I need a brain transplant. Then he wakes up, uh, Skinny Pete who's mad. And like yeah, right, we'll just clean up and get out of here. And Jesse's like, we're not cleaning up. Get everybody breakfast, get some booze, keep this party going. I want to kick in harder than a sensei when I get back. Uh, and then he kicks the music, wakes everybody up. Uh, then we're at Walt work. Walt and Jesse are working. And a new guy comes in. Mike rolls in to supervise, and he's like, reway everything, new policy. Walt's like, where's Gus? I'd love to talk to him. And Mike's like, you're never going to talk to Gus ever again. Or actually, my Walt says something. He says, what, Walter? Uh, then we have Skyler. She's at the car wash on a out, taking notes. She's giving a baby the bottle. She's like, don't worry, Mom it's just doing her work. I like that line. Uh, then we're at Hank's PT, real intense, really encouraging, the guys really pushing him, uh, high fives all around. Then Skylar and the PT guy are, like, talking out front, and he's like, just take it one day at a time. Not Skylar, I'm sorry, Marie. Then Hank's in bed afterwards. He's mean and cold to Marie. Uh, then we're back at the party. And we see these huge pizza boxes, and I think we had a pizza cam at some point. And none of the pizzas are cut. And Jesse's like, Why aren't the pizzas cut? He goes, Yeah, that's a gimmick. Because they don't cut their pay, pay, uh, pizzas, they pass the savings on to you. And Jesse's like, That's idiotic. And Badger's like, I don't think so. Think about it. It's democratic. And then the skinny pizza always a problem. problems. He's like, You got any uh, scissors? I could cut this pizza up. And then Badger tries to do some math. That doesn't go good. Uh, and then Andrea shows up, and they go outside. It's cold out and in the air and the atmosphere between the two of them. And they talk about the money she found, and Jesse believes she'll use the money for good. And then she walks off. There's a shot of Brock from the car, like an over-the-shoulder POV shot that was nice at Jesse. We also see Jesse has a very brown wand. Then we see a USA mailbox. We hear night crickets. Uh, We see Walt. He puts his hat on, his Heisenberg hat. We see his calculator watch. Puts on his feud face in the style of Drake. Gets out of his car. Uh, He starts walking. We see a camera that's kind of over on Walt's shoulders. He walks. Walt's phone rings. I'm pretty sure it was Mike, but it could have been Gus that said, go home, Walter. And then there's a shot from above of Walt looking around being like, who sees me? And then we have a purple courier delivering a ton of boxes, ton of bricks. And he goes, I got it. That's what he says to me. You got a ton of bricks you are She goes, rocks. And then she, they bring the house and stuff. And then Hank says, Marie, is that my minerals? And she goes, yes, Hank. And she go, he goes, well, how many are there? And she goes, a million. And he goes, can you check them for damage? And she's like, they rocks, Hank. And this is uh, this is the comedy I love. She, he goes, no, they're minerals. And then he gets all mad. He goes, I got some delicate geodes in there, Marie. And I am not paying for anything that's damaged. He goes, so you can't trust these delivery guys. And she does the old silent thing. And he goes, uh, honey, could, could you please check on it, please? Please. Uh, then we're at the car wash. We realize that Bogdan is cheap on wax or whoever the owner is. I thought his name was Bogdan, but uh, maybe it's his first name. And then uh, talking with him. Uh, then Skyler's go, uh, talking to him. And he's like, uh, he goes, you want to buy my car wash? She's like, yeah, let's talk numbers. He goes, do you think you could scrub? She goes, I know a thing about it, too, about scrubbing. And he goes, well, I worked here for 30 years. And she goes, well, yeah, I figured it out. She goes, how much do you want? He goes, $10 And she's like, well, how about 880000 thou? And he's like, where'd you come up with that? And she busts out some. She's like, I I know exactly. She goes, it's 19 cars an hour. I did my research, 829,000, but I gave you extra 50 so as not to be insulting. And he goes, 20 million for Walter White. And he goes, I don't like your husband or the way he treated me. And then he sends you, and she's like, don't speak to me like this. And then she, uh, she's, uh, he, he says uh, she drops the accounting on him. He says, please leave. Skylar glares at him and she zips up her, uh, uh, portfolio. It was very cool. Uh, then we see a Saul ad, uh, like an ambulance chasing ad and it's in a bar. Uh, and we see Mike, he's coughing. He's having a drink. For some reason I didn't think Mike drank, but I guess he does. Uh, Then the door opens and light streams in, and it's Walt. And uh, Mike's like, you know, you don't even know how to follow people. And Walt's like, can I buy you a drink? He goes, you know, next round when you're done. And Mike's like, yeah, this is the first uh, times I think Mike's supposed to goes, yeah, you make a lot more money than me, so sure. And Walt orders his drink with no ice. And he's like, oh, I want to explain myself, you know, how I behaved. And, you know, I'm a loyal guy. And, you know, I'm just trying to think stuff out. He goes, I hope you're, uh, you know, not mad at me. uh, Because I harbor no ill will. And Mike goes, well, there's a load off my mind. And he's like, Mike, I'm just trying to tell you. And Mike's like, I get it, Walter. And Walt still pushes it. And Mike's like, you know, I can see everything you're up to. And he's like, Mike, we're in the same boat. You know, we need to be together. Mike goes, drink your drink? He goes, you got the job. Do yourself a favor and learn to take yes for an answer. He doesn't say this, what he should have said it. Well, uh, he, could, he didn't add in, Walt, do yourself a favor and learn to take yes for an answer, Walter. But Walter's like, I can't, I can't stop. You know, that's what drives the show. My inability to be satisfied—it's, you know, propelling us on this dramatic journey together. Mike goes great, Walter. And then the the meeting breaks up. Uh, then we're at Jesse's party, which breaks up. And Jesse's like, I can't believe you guys are leaving. And they're like, Jesse, we've been up for three days. Uh, Badger's like, I'm turning into a sleaze sack, and I got a cat, you know. And Jesse's like, just stay here. We got plenty of room. He's like, no, I got to feed my cat. And Jesse's like, fine. And then he's like, what about you, Skinny Pete? And he's like, bro, I'm kind of pushing flowers here. I got to get out of here. I'm not proud of it, but it's the truth. And they said, we got mad love for you, man. It's a good party. We'll keep partying soon. We just need a little break. And then everybody breaks out, and then Jesse uh, is a little down. So he goes and just listens to music really loud, and that's the end of the episode. I want to thank all our patrons. I want to thank Diane. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you, and good night, each. Dobbs H. Thank you and good night. Julie W. Thank you and good night. Jacob B. Thank you and good night. Adam W. Thank you and good night. Kathy N. Thank you and good night. John S. Thank you and good night. Uh, Stupid Bunny. Thank you and good night. Christine L. Thank you and good night. Christy B. Thank you and good night. Stephanie K. Thank you and good night. Amy C. Thank you and good night. Andrew W, thank you and good night. Daniel F, thank you and good night. Kevin K, what's up? Thank you and good night. Gary P, thank you and good night. Jake F, thank you and good night. Melanie A, thank you and good night. Uh, Kyrell, thank you and good night. Uh, Jillian, thank you and good night. Uh, Corey D K, thank you and good night. Nika, thank you and good night. Uh, Jenny. M, thank you and good night. Thank you and good night to Ryan. Thank you and good night to Chloe. Chantel, thank you and good night. Tara or Tara M, thank you and good night. Carrie S, good night. Paul C, thank you and good night. Mike or Cameo, thank you and good night. Catherine, thank you and good night. Stephanie S, thank you and good night. Thomas G, thank you and good night. Meredith A, thank you and good night. Daniel A, thank you and good night. Nicole B, thank you and good night. Delia B, thank you and good night. Russell C, thank you and good night. Sean M, thank you and good night. Mary, thank you and good night. Craig A, thank you and good night. Allison T, thank you and good night. Pam, thank you and good night. Ragnar, thank you and good night. Matthew P., thank you and good night. Fern, thank you and good night. Jess K., thank you and good night. Tony B., thank you and good night. Justin P., thank you and good night. Tammy S., thank you and good night. Brendan W., thank you and good night. Aileen, thank you and good night. Ian, thank you and good night. Paul H., thank you and good night. Aaron, thank you and good night. Alex M, thank you and good night. Laura K, thank you and good night. Patty B, thank you and good night. Joanne C, thank you and good night. Sophie B, thank you and good night. Chelsea H, thank you and good night. Lisa, thank you and good night. Kathy M, thank you and good night. Hannah, or Hannah, thank you and good night. Nick, thank you and good night. Christopher F., thank you and good night. Mary H., thank you and good night. Fred, thank you and good night. Patrick E., thank you and good night. Ben G., thank you and good night. Good night to Rick U., good night. Good night, Chris E., good night, Kimberly C., good night, Neil S., good night, Bridget G., good night, Stephanie VB., good night, Jason P., good night, Aaron W., Good night, Eric B. Good night, Gustavo B. Good night, Elizabeth D. Good night, Daniel S. Good night, Victoria C. David P., good night. Ariel G., good night. Patricia L., good night. Uh, Deborah W., good night. David B., good night. Jessica J., Uh, good night. I want to thank everyone that donated on PayPal. I want to say thank you and good night to Joseph G. I want to say thank you and good night to Scott T. Good night to Mark S. Thank you. Mackenzie I. Thank you and good night. Kim O. M. Thank you and good night. T. G. W. Uh, thank you and good night. Uh, Robbie S. Thank you and good night. Paula L. Thank you and good night. Susan D. Thank you and good night. Caroline T. Thank you and good night. Mary K, thank you and good night. James T, thank you and good night. Jamie H, thank you and good night. And Annie K, thank you and good night. Uh, over on YouTube, I want to say thank you and good night to Holly S. Uh, thank you and good night to Oh No. Uh, thank you and good night to Karen M. Uh, thank you and good night to H. Domin, 100, thank you. Uh, Aaron with a Y, uh, thank you and good night. Gab Love, thank you and good night. Uh, Sosa, thank you and good night. Manic Mode, thank you and good night. Christoph, thank you and good night. Uh, Noelle, thank you and good night. Brian V, thank you and good night. Hannah G, thank you and good night. Pranked D, thank you and good night. Emmy Lee, thank you and good night. Amy P. Thank you and good night. Nabina, Navina Thank You and good night. Chris R. Thank You and good night. Michelle G. Thank you and good night. Yusof. Thank you and good night. Nadia. Thank you and good night. Seb K. Thank you and good night. Hazel T. Thank you and good night. Evan. Thank you and good night. Tiger Cat Lifestyle. Thank you and good night. A Squared Rom, thank you and good night. Uh, Over on the website, I want to thank Nancy for the comments and say good night. Uh, Morgulis, thank you and good night. And Morghulis' wife as well, thank you and good night. Uh, John, thank you and good night. Michelle, thank you and good night. Probably Rick. Uh, Oh, that's guessing that I'm probably, I wish I was, but I'm not. Thanks and good night. Colleen, thank you and good night. Uh, thank you and good night. Jose, thank you and good night. Uh, Bonnie, thank you and good night. Patsy, thank you and good night. Uh, Ben, thank you and good night. Rachel, thank you and good night. Nicole, thank you and good night. Christine L., thank you and good night. Kim, thank you and good night. Uh, Debbie M, thank you and good night. Bianca, thank you and good night. Bonnie, thank you and good night. Jen, our good old friend. Thank you and good night. Freddie, thank you and good night. Madison, thank you and good night. Allison, thank you and good night. Quincy, thank you and good night. And Joe, thank you and good night.